uh, mat with the streets and stuff on the it. Car yeah. mat, yeah. Yeah, everyone had that. Well, I had a anyway, childhood, I, mate. <laughs> all right, okay, okay. Not, not all of us had carpet. Um, <laughs> my, my yurt had sand on the floor. Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast. I'm Zach Jackson, joined by Kieran Verbruge. Hello. Nathan Hennessy. Howdy and welcome. And all the way from Tasmania, keeping the Tassie seat warm, Ash Whaling. Can you hear me? It's so cold down here. He's whaling. Yeah, it's it's very chilly. So yeah, it's a good thing I got a warm seat because Tazzy is just trying to freeze me off. I'm wearing fingerless homeless man gloves and all. You are wearing what's with the gloves? Got to keep up these the dexterity. Are, yeah, these are made out of uh, possums apparently, which is worrying, <laughs> but they're warm. I hope that the possums weren't harmed, but uh, yeah, fingerless gloves so you can still use devices. Were. I thought you fucking slayed the possums. Well, I, I've never seen wow. possums shaped like gloves, so I don't think they've been skinned. I think they've just been shaved like sheep. I don't know. Why how? He's actually just wearing possums. I'm they're actually he's... made from possums? It's, they're possum fur gloves, apparently. But they, oh. I, I don't know how that works. And because I'm a selfish, horrible person, I don't like to think about it. I just like to think about how warm my hands now are compared to possibly well, very cold. I've never seen someone possums. shave their possum. Shave our possum. <laughs> shave, a, shave their possum? I mean, if you're in a committed relationship and you discuss it beforehand, it's probably okay. But Shit. I've never seen a possum get shaved, no. Yeah, I've never... Yeah, how do you even do... Like, how do you even catch one to do that? That's impressive. Fruit. <laughs> That's the entire okay. strategy. Just fruit in one hand and a Gillette in the other. Possum Dundee. Wow. Well, uh, yes. Thank you for that. It's what the fuck. Anyway. <laughs> I knew with Ash on here we'd get Welcome like not even two Australia. minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We uh, got look. You know, it's better than talking about vacuums every week, isn't it? Hi, Adam. Am I right? Yeah. No, I'm not right. Apparently, crickets. <laughs> oh, <got> nothing. Like, <laughs> Sorry, appara- apparently, we love. We love vacuums. I'm here madly anyway, figuring out where possum fur comes from. I'm sorry. Possums? How do you shave a possum? Oh, give us the results. All right, soon. so. Okay, new, possums are not farmed and the animals are not exterminated. However, possum fur, possum fur is very fine hollow fibers that has great insulation properties. It is taken from malted fur and spun mm. like any other wool. Shout out to so, Ask Jeeves. So people have possum farms. Do they, and they just exist? They just pick it I up. I think so. I don't know. Can you? Oh, Jeeves. Ask, oh, ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves does exist. How is but, well played going? <laughs> impacted by COVID. It, it just says Pokemon Go revenue and usage statistics 2021 from the business of apps. Jeeves is going senile. Let's forget about Jeeves. <laughs> He's <All right>. aged. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pokemon Go. Yeah, pretty good. Cold, though. 
so much better to be here. Yeah? Sure, why not? This is... <laughs> Kieran, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Same as always, I guess. Good? Oh, yeah. Loving it? Loving life? Absolutely. It's just a fixture now. Definitely better than getting shaved as a possum, I guess. How good is not being in lockdown? Yeah, uh, don't use it, mate. As a Tasmanian, um, <laughs> what is this lockdown you speak of? Is this something you mainlanders deal with that I'm too Tasmanian to understand? You guys are permanently just locked out of everything. I mean, so. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, I mean, you're not wrong, but I, I mean, just because we're landlocked thanks to water... <laughs> Wow, that's really, it's a harsh spin on it now. We're constantly locked down. i got a mate that works in the Australian tax office down in Tasmania and he works as a fucking COVID warden. So oh, all really? his colleagues just make fun of him because half of them are convinced COVID just didn't happen because why? It just it, it might as well have not have down there, you know? Poor guy. The COVID specialist of Tasmania just sits wistfully looking at everywhere else in Australia where it's far more exciting. Still getting paid. That's true. That is true. All right. Well, we weren't here last week. We had a week off. Uh, Recharge the batteries. Mm. Doing other stuff. I think. Maybe. But we're back. And let's talk talk video games. Who has been playing them? Has anybody been playing them? Has anyone played anything that they're not reviewing? I mean, lockdown related them, but I'm right. sure some people have if there's lockdowns going on. But I mean, who's been playing what? Well, I'll, uh, I've got a couple of things to talk about soon, but uh, I restarted Ghost of Tsushima the Ooh. other night. What compelled you uh, to do that? Yeah. Pledges is one. Oh, yeah, of uh, course. Second is all I've actually always wanted to play it. Um, mm-hmm. So there's that. Yep. And three, I'm playing it with Anna and we don't have anything to play at the moment. Um, so it was like, hey, I want to play it. It's a pledge game. This ticks the box. What a compelling argument. Hey, I want to play it. <laughs> she's down. So, and she's wanted to watch it. So it all, you know, it all worked. It all fits. Nice. How, um... Is she purely a spectator or a bit of a backseat gamer? Uh... <laughs> She takes over, mate. Yeah, right. Uh, you even heard the uh, the God of War story, I don't think. Certainly have not. Uh, <laughs> so just to quickly go through uh, again. We started playing God of War. She was like, yeah, this is cool. I want to watch this. Started watching it. Yeah, this is cool. Uh, let me do like the looting or some little bits and pieces here and there. Yep, cool. Then, I, then she got more hands on. And then after a while, she's like, you go do your shit in the other room. I'm going to play God of War. Oh, <laughs> yes. And then, and then I became the spectator at the end in bits and pieces. Very but I was, Leave me now. Essentially, I was told to leave the room, uh, go do my work while she played God of War. You'd love to see it. Um, so she's doing a little bit of bits and pieces in Ghost so far, but I don't think... Um, yeah, she tried the combat but died both times, so I'm not sure if she's... Um, I think she might just be a spectator in this one. But I'm liking it. I'm liking it so far. I'm further than what I was. I'm not very, very, very far at all, but um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like nice. an hour or so in. Okay. <laughs> uh, I do. I do have to say, and I think I said this last time, but why? Why? Why is the lip lip syncing set to English voice acting? Well, I assume it is because I'm playing with Japanese subs, and the lip syncing is just bum. Yeah. It is way off. It was. It was designed the other way. Yeah, I know, but... Okay, yeah, I'm with you. But the English voice, act, voice acting? English voice <laughs> acting is um, it's quite good. Is it good? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd write it. Sh- should I go with the English or should I stick with the uh, Japanese? I, I I went English because the, huh. the, the lip syncing annoyed me too much. Yeah. The weeb, See, um, the weeb in me wanted to do Japanese, but I, it just, I couldn't make it work. Preach. Right. So I'm not... That's very interesting. So I mean, yeah, like I... all the cutscenes are in engine, though, aren't they? Yes. Huh. I mean, oh, I suppose it's just I when think... it comes to the dialect, it's a different pacing and everything as well. So I mean, mm. yeah. Well, I guess they didn't have, they didn't record the same lines with the, um, what do you call it when you motion capture yeah. actors? Yeah, motion capture. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a good point as well. Um, Still yeah, curious. I started playing. Uh, well, sorry, but I kept playing. Um, bit of red dead last night mm. so i've done another mission in that i'm still like 50 hours in and only like 20 percent through it so nice i'll finish it in the next millennium mm-hmm. and some other stuff that we will talk about soon but that's pretty much been been me anybody else played anything that's not for review mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh so yes on the pledges uh i've only got one game left and some DLC. So DLC what? for Borderlands 3. I know, I know. But remember, These I had movies a... movies aren't getting enough work, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, I mean, I'm working now, but that, that was absolutely the case. Uh, so uh, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, the final remix version or whatever that is. Um, that game is so much harder than I remember. So I'm only slowly trodden through that. I don't know if I enjoy it that much anymore, but... It's cool, oh I guess. That's. I don't know if bullshit. I enjoy it, but it's cool, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it looks great for a PSP game that's been upscaled. Like, it looks fantastic. Ah, yeah. But it also plays like a PSP game, so it's the camera's fucking awful, and yeah. it just makes fights so much of a pain in the ass. It's like those PS3 ports of the uh, God of War PSP games that came out. Like, yes. you can just you can just tell. Yeah, at least they have a fixed camera for the most part. This is yeah. trying to have a proper third-person camera. It just yeah, it's a bit it's a bit awkward in combat. Nice. Yes, that's me. Man, people are monstering through their pledges. I think the only <coughs> progress I've made is that I have managed to reinstall Jedi Fallen Order, and that's it. And that's just that's just secure. the the PS5 patch came out. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll play that. I'll get it out of my way for the pledges. Installed it, didn't touch it. Didn't didn't even open it. That's a shame. I mean, I Quite intend to. It. I intend to. I've just been doing things. And, eh. True. The funniest well, thing is that I've actually PS5 version is I've, hot as well. Yeah, I'm really I'm really keen to see it. But I've actually borrowed it from my nephew who is twelve. <laughs> so that every time he comes over, he goes, "You done with Jedi yet?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and then he asked to borrow my games. I'm like, "Uh, all my games are for grown ups, so you can't have them." He asked to play The Last of Us. I'm like, "I don't think you." Really, that's um, that's interesting for a twelve-year-old. Well, yeah, like when I think back at what I was playing when I was twelve, 
you know. Deep emotional story. I was playing the That's game, fun. baby. The I was, game. Gonna say, I was playing the game of life. Game of life. Different, <laughs> enough. different kind of maturity required. I think there's a lot of adults that still aren't mature enough for The Last of Us. Yeah. Uh, well, considering that he he greets me, flosses at the door, and then drops a sheesh, I'm like, okay, no. <laughs> no, 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 sorry. Too deeply ingrained in Twitch Put culture. Fortnite back just... on, mate. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't necessarily just mean Last of Us, I mean, in, in general. So what if he asked to borrow Mortal Kombat, for example? Um, I would inquire with his father first, because it would probably be a case of, I've already played it. And I'm like, okay, fine. Well, if your parents right. don't care, then that's fine. Um, I did actually lend him Immortals Phoenix Rising, and he's been getting a kick out of that. Nice. So, that's a good that's a, choice. Yeah. That's a good game anyway. Yeah, Shut basically. Up. Well, I mean, I don't care. It's fun. Uh, mm, but yeah, no, he's going to dig out of that. Um, as far as games go, though, uh, just recently I've just been sort of planning to do things and not really doing it. I've been having a massive... Uh, I'm still trying to decommission my PS4 and fully move across to my PS5. But I've got so many memories of my PS4, I don't want to let it go. It's just, it's done so much for me. And it's been there for me. And it's comforted me when times were cold and sad. And Is, even... it, a, is it a pro? No. It's a day Play one Cyberpunk PS4. <laughs> Play Cyberpunk on it and just, just go along with the send ride. It out, send it out in style. That game might blow it up. <laughs> is that the Viking funeral? We chuck <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 on there. I sit there screaming going, what's going on? And then it just blows up and it's gone. I love that the biggest just, headline for Cyberpunk this week was just simply, it's stable enough now. But, yeah, it works now. <laughs> but we'll Six talk about later. that later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's mostly me is that I haven't been playing anything. I've just been sort of going through stuff that's on my PS4, making sure it's on my PS5. I didn't have automatic cloud saves on, so I've got a whole lot of saves that I have to <laughs> manually move to the cloud and make sure it's now on my PS5 and then make sure it works. Um, getting confused by certain things that when they do their PS5 upgrade, they are technically a different game so i get some stuff but other stuff i don't like i'll find that with some games if there's currencies involved i'll have the currencies in the new game but progress won't be there so mm. but luckily i've got a ton of games that i'm happy to replay so i don't really mind model combat 10 11 and 12 11 again yeah well, you know just hey i was i was so close to a platinum on my ps4 i might as well just get the platinum on the ps5 now and then go back and do it on the ps4 as well i might have two platinums yeah that's right i'm that good not but you, but you have no platinums at, at the moment i do actually now i do well, i meant sorry uh, not in not in mortal kombat no yeah no when it comes to mortal kombat 11 there is uh you have to complete all tutorials in the game which sounds really easy but the tutorials in mortal kombat 11 are designed to turn you into a fighting game master and i'm not one like i have to master the 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 art of the perfect block which sucks that's all I'm going to say. It's terrible. you got to like get it frame perfect. And I just, I've got that big boomer APM energy. Mm. That's it. Like I go, and it, like I've never said the words, come on, so often in my life. Block Liu Kang's attack at the perfect moment to initiate a perfect block. And I'm like, huh, and I block it and he goes, mm -mm, not good enough. And then I remember how expensive PS5 controllers are and I don't throw it. So it's fine. It's fine. Extremely relatable. It's fine. It just makes me very sad to realize that just, you know, my fingers are atrophying. Have you tried playing it? Because you need the ends on your gloves, the, mate. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, it's, it's the, the possum, possum gloves. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, Kieran, have you been playing, been playing anything? Uh, yes, but nothing that I won't already uh, be discussing. All right. 
cool. Well, let's get... Actually, no, I can... There's one thing I can talk about quickly before. Uh, let me just go to my library so I get the, the right name of it. Um, last... No, the week before. Anyway, after the last podcast, but before today, I played the demo of Golf Club Wasteland. What? Oh, oh yeah. wait, I heard of that. Which I thought I thought you, Kieran, would be you'd you'd be into that. No, nah. but nah, not about it. Do you know? Can you tell me why? Uh, I don't remember why, but I just remember you showing it to me and immediately dismissing it. Yeah, you were just like. Just not about that. <laughs> you said not check this out, all. and I my exact words were, no. It was pretty much. <laughs> it like was literally. basically like playing. And then you, um, yours were okay. <laughs> it was um, reminds me of when I was playing FIFA 2007 on the GameCube, and we tried to sign David Beckham for our custom team, and we offered him a million dollars a week, which was the max you could offer the, like any player. Like he couldn't go more than that, mm. and I had like this little. Um, graph thing right that had like a little uh, thing that would indicate just how far or close you were to signing him yeah his little ticker didn't even get off the ground mate didn't even <laughs> just million dollars a week the max you could offer yeah. any player nah come back when you're serious yeah my little like, ticker didn't rise at all <laughs> wow um just no yeah, so yeah but uh, yeah so golf club wasteland is like a golf game obviously uh but it's set in the future so i'll give you the, the little uh, little Give us the spiel. description here. The spiel. Uh, so it says, The rich fled to Mars, but ventured back to a desolate Earth for a round of golf. Each hole in the wasteland offers its own little story and possible puzzle to sink the perfect shot. Play through destroyed uh, brutalist monuments, crumbling shopping malls, and abandoned museums as neon signs and poignant graffiti take, uh, take swings at current events, Silicon Valley, uh, Silicon Valley culture, and humanity. Um, I've seen the screenshots and it does have a very cool looking aesthetic to it like really clean sort it, of indie feel but a lot of neon colours yeah. when they turn up so that's nice yeah so basically yeah, the world got fucked up and um, they went to Mars and now all the rich people go back to uh, to Earth to play, play golf. golf on the ruined um, Earth it's actually pretty fun uh, yeah I think it'd be more fun with people I'd like uh, I'd yeah, I don't know if it's so. Is it is it a two D plane like sort of side scrolling golf game or what? Because like the screenshots, yeah, so, yeah, so okay. pretty much. And you have to. Um, there's one level which I guess you could. Uh, it might be like a museum or something like that. And there's like different. Um, uh, how do I explain it? In so you can people listening could understand. So different like imagine different stories in a house, right? But half the story is gone, or half the level is gone. So you have to like aim the ball up high to get it to sit on, like, another level and stuff like that. Um, mm. Yeah, so it's all pretty cool. And there's another... There's a level where you um, you have to hit the ball onto, like, tree stumps. Um, and if it goes onto the... Um, like, into the leaves and stuff, like a possum, speaking of, uh, or like a, a squirrel will, like, come and, like, take your ball sort of thing. So, yeah, oh. it's pretty fun. I think the demo is the first six-ish or so... Levels comes out in August. It's on PlayStation, Xbox, possibly Switch and PC. Okay, so there's a demo um, out at the moment. Uh, it was part of the Steam Festival, yeah, whatever, the, the, or oh. whatever the festival is. Oh, um, but like yeah, it was definitely out. super cool. And it actually had a really cool soundtrack. It had like a, like a really cool uh, 
like background sort of vibe to it, like a real chill kind of vibe. It was um, like a radio station was playing. Um, yeah, it was just it was just really cool. Yeah, I did I did quite enjoy it. So yeah, uh, we will definitely be covering that. So yeah, um, nice. Yeah, uh, let's move on to reviews previews because we've got a few to talk about this week. Kieran, you want to kick us off? Oh, wait. Just before we jump into that, I've just realized that my recording says I can only record for another 10 minutes because I'm capturing to the wrong hard drive. Let's talk reviews and previews. Kieran, you want to kick us off with what you've been playing? Uh, yeah, sure thing. Um, I've got uh, I've got a review in the works at the moment for Mario Golf Super Rush. Um, this one we uh, got code a little bit late. Uh, so I was going to say, isn't that out? Yeah. Um, I think uh, Australian outlets only got it the, the day before launch. So I've been plugging away at that. Um, I actually haven't, uh, haven't quite finished playing it yet. Would you say um, you've been putting away at that? I have been. <laughs> I have been putting away. Uh, golf puns. Um, trying to fill a review with golf puns when I know nothing about golf. Very difficult. Isn't that um, just like the same three that everyone uses? It's like something yeah, I've just googled like golf dad jokes, and I've just like I'm just pulling from that. <laughs> just just um, make the comment of it's in the rough somewhere in your heart. Yeah, there. absolutely. Um, but yeah, speaking of rough, it is a little bit. Um, I. Uh, Went into this expecting, uh, I guess the the classical level of Nintendo charm and polish uh, in a in a sports game format, um, but uh, it doesn't so far doesn't quite have it. Um, it's a little bit, uh, I guess, a little bit stale, a little bit uh, lacking in in quite a few areas of what I've played so far, at least. I'm currently playing through the adventure mode, which is uh, a facsimile of a of a golf RPG, I guess. Um, you roam around these little areas and you level up your me character and earn new clubs and outfits and complete challenges and all that sort of thing, which sounds great on paper. Um, but in reality, it's it's pretty much just like a 10-hour tutorial for golf. Why is Nintendo uh, still forcing me's into like their <sighs> core campaigns? Fuck, it sucks. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I actually haven't played uh, a standard round of golf with like the Nintendo characters yet. Um, I've just oh. been playing as my me character this entire time. Yuck. Uh, so yeah, so far the um the adventure mode yeah a little bit flat, but I haven't had a chance. I haven't had time to check out just like the standard single player golf or or any multiplayer yet. Um, so I mean, have you played other Mario Golf games on previous? I, yeah, systems? I have in the past. Um, yeah, they be- they were better than this one. You feel or more polished? I mean, from I guess from a a polished perspective maybe. The actual golfing in this is quite good. That's that's the thing. Like the actual, okay. you know, the game of golf in this is good. They've kind of changed up the the swing system. So now you sort of uh, you set your shot power first, and then between that and when you actually hit the ball, you get a chance to adjust, you know, the curve and and all that sort of stuff uh, based on how like the the curve is basically based on how far into the shot the ball is. So you can set. Uh, curve at the beginning of the shot in the middle and, and at the end depending on the club you're using which is kind of cool um so you can do all kinds of weird like trickery with you know 
uh, account, accounting for the wind and, and positions of objects. It actually and stuff sounds pretty fields. unique for a golf game. Yeah, it's quite good. So the, the core mechanics are good. Um, and uh, the I guess the main sort of big new addition and where it gets the, uh, the golf rush or uh, the super rush name is uh, speed golf, which is kind of, I guess, like the, the premier mode where instead of you know uh, taking a shot and then and then teleporting to where the the lie of the ball is, you actually run to it. Um, and the idea is to to finish the the set of holes that you're playing quicker than everyone else. And every every shot you take adds thirty seconds to the timer on top of how long it takes you to get to the ball each time as well. Um, so you sort of have everyone just teeing off at the same time and then running after their balls and and taking another hit and running after their ball again. Um, it's not as chaotic as it, as it maybe could be, um, but it's 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 still kind of a fun spin. So there's not not really any downtime, um, and it feels very I guess like uh, together and very community sort of based because everyone's just like you know doing the same thing at the same time. Um, so that's interesting, uh, but yeah, that's about as much as I've played so far of that. So I don't quite have a, a review formulated as yet. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if this lands somewhere between a six and a seven for me, I think it's, um, it's solid, but it's just, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't feel as celebratory and, and sort of quirky and charming as a, a typical Nintendo sports title, similar to Mario Tennis Aces. Yeah. I, mean, I was just curious cause actually just quickly looking up cause you know, some Nintendo games have, uh, I guess a partner developer. Um, <laughs> So Camelot Software Planning has made yep. basically every golf and tennis game to grace a yep. Nintendo console for 20 years. So It's a name that screams uh, charm and, and whimsy as yeah. well, isn't it? Camelot Software Planning. Yeah. Um, and just randomly as a factoid, they were the ones that uh, introduced Waluigi to the Mario franchise. So, Yep. Cool. Wow. And he's in this. And that's great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's oh, actually yeah. in this one. He didn't. He didn't miss the invitation. No, like he's uh, he's he is a player and he is a participant in everything, Excellent. which is which is nice. Good for him. Good. We need more Waluigi representation in all games. Absolutely. Have you played uh, with anybody yet, or just by yourself? Nobody wants to play with me. Uh. Um, no, I just haven't. I haven't had time to sort okay. of schedule anything with anyone yet. But I definitely will be before I um formulate any real opinions because i feel yeah, like that's going to be I, where it is yeah i mean i would definitely say for, probably for uh mario golf most uh most definitely but even the pga ones um i found as someone who's not massive into golf um i found that they were definitely a lot more fun when you were playing like with someone else yeah i also like having not finished the um adventure mode i haven't actually learnt everything yet so I want to reserve my uh, multiplayer time until, you know, after I've done that so I don't completely once, suck. So once you feel like you can competently say you know what you're doing or at least pretend that you do? Absolutely. Okay. What do you have to know? you just got to hit the ball in the hole, mate. How just, hard is it? you just got to put the ball in the bloody ball hole, don't you? That's golf, isn't it? Wow. I, it is. <laughs> all right. Um... <laughs> Okay, we've got a couple more. Uh, do you want to go again, or do you want to? Yeah, no, let's let's, uh, else, so. let's let's continue. Um, the other game that I've been uh, that I've played this week, uh, we got a chance to check out a hands-on preview of the uh, 
the great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Oh, 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 excited. Tell me more, please. I love Ace Attorney. Okay. All right, cool. Well, this is good because I before this, I'd never played one. Uh, at all? Ever? At all. At all. Always wanted to. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Just never sort of synced up with, you know, the consoles I owned at the time or what I was playing at the time. So I just never had the chance to check out any of the Ace Attorney games. Um, and, you know, what better place to start than what is ostensibly like a couple of prequel games? Um, yeah. So this is like a re-release of the the two great Ace Attorney games that came out in Japan in, I think it was 2015 and 2017. That is correct. The, and the uh, much, much to the gnashing of teeth of all Western audiences going, come on. Yeah, yeah. So um, they're, uh, they're essentially just straight ports from, from what I can tell. Um, after having played it, I had a, you know, a quick gander at videos of the Japanese version. It looks functionally identical. Except now we've got Herlock Sholmes. Except now we've got... <laughs> yes. So, uh, spoiler alert, best character in these, in these games, Herlock Sholmes. Um, absolutely not a trademark issue whatsoever. Um, you can just switch names around and you're all good switch letters around you're all good my original um, character is sherlock the would Hedgehog. that even be given the age of it would, would that still be protected by copyright do you reckon well that's I don't know. What, is, is sherlock holmes public domain well i think i think it even is that, but you, you're aware of like the arsene lupin uh would refer to sherlock holmes as herlock sholmes yeah well herlock sholmes is a yeah is an established character right yeah i love it yeah um, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, I guess my, uh, my first taste of the series so far has been interesting. I didn't expect it to be as, I guess, visual novel-y as it is in terms of just how much dialogue there is and how little you control you have over <laughs> how things progress. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, you know, I went in thinking, oh shit, like, I'm going to I'm going to tank in these courtrooms. I'm going to know nothing. I'm going to present all the wrong evidence, all this shit, but realistically like you can't really get much wrong. It's very sort of it preaches to you for half an hour exactly what's going on and what happened and then it's like, "Oh, but what happened?" You're like, "Oh, well, it was this." And then it moves on and does <laughs> the next one. Um, it's the most concise so... summary of how an Ace Attorney case court case goes. You're not wrong there. About eight uh, hours in, he just gets the obligatory visual novel hentai scene that just doesn't yeah. fit in at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the in saying that, the writing is impeccable. So I was very, very happy to be reading, even though there was a lot of reading. Um, and the translations are very, very good. The translations are excellent. Yeah. So it's it's definitely a treat for fans to to get these games translated. Uh, and the um. The animations is as few as there are for all the characters when they're like the witnesses and the and the bench and the juries and stuff are just ridiculous and fantastic. And uh, this is on 3ds, isn't it? This so um I I played Switch? this on PS4, so the new versions um Switch, My PS4, and PC. God, oh that's exciting. So, uh, yeah, it looks it looks very very nice. The environments are you know super lavish, like pseudo 3D, pseudo hand painted environments. Uh. And yeah, I got to I got to play through the first, third, and fourth episodes. Of, oh, because it's just a preview, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but that was still that's still like hours and hours and hours of content, obviously. Uh, yeah, I was um, gonna say so you I can play a, ten percent of a game and spend hours in there. It's just, <laughs> you, 
Wow. So I got a pretty good idea of, you know, uh, all of the different facets. Like the first episode was very much like just you, you kind of thrust into a courtroom situation, obviously acts like a, a, you know, a bit of a tutorial. Um, and you're playing is, uh, Ryunosuke, who is an ancestor of some degree to Phoenix, right? I don't think they really say to, in what way, but, uh, it's like Meiji era Japan, um, and Victorian London. So it's like 19th, 20th century. Uh, so yeah, first first episode was you know a big courtroom battle where you were, where I was defending myself uh, from being accused of murder, which is interesting. Um, and then the the third chapter, so that's in Japan. The third chapter takes place in in London, and it's another just almost completely courtroom situation. Uh, and then the the fourth chapter gives you a bit of uh, time to explore London a little bit and investigate and gather clues and talk to people before it's courtroom section so that was you know i got a little a little bit of a taste of everything um but yeah it's very much just like a visual novel slash adventure with uh the occasional bouts of people yelling objection at each other <laughs> so fun yeah, i'm i'm super 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 enjoying it so far and i'm keen to play through the full game excellent i, I completely missed that was coming out that's completely revitalized my week yeah huh. well it's july july 27 so it's not far off Yes, and I can get it on my Switch because that's you sure can. It's definitely the kind of game that I want to take somewhere and play, like go away yeah. for a weekend and sit down. With yeah, it. absolutely. Are those games actually developed by Capcom? Uh, that's a great question. question. Or, or do they outsource them? Let's have a look. That's a fantastic question. Developer Capcom. There you go. Well, there you go. Because that's uh, that's pretty. I mean. It's pretty wild, like you know, that they can go and do games like RE Village and stuff, and then go out and do that as well. I think it definitely it, got some good range. Yeah, it's a big part of it's the designer. <clears throat> they should just do a crossover. Mm. Hang on, I just had a quick Google of uh, Ace Attorney and Shinji Mikami mm. was the designer on Ace Attorney. Oh yeah. Of Gaia Kujin Saban, yeah. Does, does that mean it's a, it's a, going to be a survival Don't horror game? The courtroom, bro. <laughs> uh, Have you ever tried to survive a courtroom? It's all about survival, man. Uh, I think I've ever been in a courtroom, not like you know, like properly. Oh my I don't God. Really mean. <laughs> You're not wrong. Shutakumi, Dino Crisis, Dino Crisis Two, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. I'm tired of dinosaurs. I'm going to court. They just need it. They need uh, to do a crossover game where the defense is a bunch of dinosaurs and the prosecution is a bunch of zombies. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I'd be down for it. Yeah. Do every crossover. I want to see like literally Albert Wesker up on the stand getting tried. It wasn't Project X Zone or something. One of the crossovers that had Phoenix Wright in it. Yeah, it was like a 3DS game. Yeah, he, he was also in Marvel vs. Capcom as a fighter. Fuck you, yeah, really? Was too. Yeah, he was, and all <laughs> like they tried to like obviously disguise the fact that he was a, a lawyer by just making all these moves. Things like, oops, I dropped my briefcase, and like, oh, throwing thing, I threw the bar at you, and it was great. Oh. It was really, really good. Love that. All right, <clears throat> let's uh, let's push on. Um, Ash, you want to tell us about the game you've been previewing? Oh, absolutely. So uh, I got to get my filthy human fingers on a preview for 
the uh, the game from Acid Nerve by the name of Death's Door. Ooh. Yeah, which I had seen a mini trailer for it, but I immediately thought it was an Xbox exclusive, so I sort of went, oh, I wish I had my Xbox. But um, much to my good fortune, it's actually coming out on PC as well, so thanks, Devolver. That's a good time for me. Um, the game's excellent. Let's just lead with that <laughs> straight out the gate. The It has so much charm in its... Uh, in its cinematic unveiling where it displays that uh, you play as a little crow who works for the Department of Lost Souls and your job is to collect souls and uh, you do this by going through numerous death's doors and uh, the game itself is just so quirky and fun the aesthetic that it establishes with is that like you know the the actual uh, job of soul collection is very mundane and boring like the it reminds me, have you ever been to like your local, uh, I don't know, wherever you renew your license, gone in there and just seen this sort of like this pamphlets everywhere and people sort of drudging about and nobody really wants to be there, but they have to be. The game basically opens with that. You sort of get your, you get your assignment slammed down on the table and go, all right, little crow, your first day is a reaper. No worries. Go and collect this. It's not just any soul. It's a giant soul. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Then sort of the game takes off into this interesting little bit of intrigue. Like the game itself, very simple. It's a, Third-person uh, sort of uh, action-adventure, isometric view, really clean environments, really pretty visuals. And then you sort of run into some quirky characters and there's some plot hooks that sort of start to show up. And uh, I'm very keen to find out more about it. But the thing that impressed me the most is that I didn't actually look up the developer until I was probably about three hours into the preview, which was supposed to take two to three hours, but I was just like, you know licking every crevice I could find in the levels for secrets. Um, Acid Nerve is a team of two people. Just wow. Just dose. Just two just two people. And this game is so ridiculously well directed and polished, it just blew my mind. I thought, how on earth did two people craft something this tight, this incredible? Mm. I actually looked up some of their older games, and they had a a previous game called Titan Souls. Which, oh, well, yeah, I love, I love yeah. Titan Souls. I fucking hated it. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's a polarizing can, opinion for all the listeners at home. But that. um, so um, yeah, Titan Souls. That was that was their first game. Death's Door is very clearly them developing everything they learnt and you know figured out from that, and basically pushing it to you know a, a more modern platform. Instead of being pseudo 3D and and pixel-based, it's still a very clean, very well-represented world, but it's all 3D now. Um, Fixed camera, which is fine. Amazing enemy designs. Really fun characters. Like, just... It's got really snappy dialogue, which is another thing. Like, how does... How do they tick all the boxes? These people are animating. They are programming. They're doing art. They're doing dialogue. All of it. And it's just... It's such a tight package. It's all very, very fun. I've only, like, I can see just from looking at the preview that there's at least, like, four to five chapters of the game. I've played through one of them, which takes you to a very particular area to deal with a very particular threat. Um, not going to spoil anything, because just the story itself, it's not mind-blowingly out there, but it's just told in such a fun way that everyone should just experience it themselves. But the game itself is $25 on Australian Steam, comes out in July, and it's just such a gem. I really, really can't wait to review it properly because I just want to gush about it some more. But um, just such a great pick-up-and-play game. 
really fun finding secrets. The combat's super responsive and good. Like, it's the right kind of snappy combat. Like, when you die, it's really hard to try and blame the game. You can't sort of go, just a cookie if I got like half a second more. No, it's always like, God, I'm a dickhead. Me dead because dumb. That's me playing every game, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, but at least you could be just like, oh, just <laughs> a stupid weapon. And oh, the enemy's <laughs> overpowered. But then this is just like, yeah, that guy lobbing like, you know, giant smoky poo grenades at me. I, I probably should have killed him first, but no, I decided to dance around the grenades and now I'm dead. Or, you know, like, you know, nine times out of ten, you can hit projectiles back when they shot at you. Oh, instead of dodging, I should have just hit it, but I tried to dodge it and then miss it and hit me. Now I'm dead. It also introduced me to the greatest character in video game history. His name is Pothead. And uh, he is a valiant knight who has had his head replaced with a pot of soup. Uh, when, he, when he wants to fight, he takes the lid off and uses it as a shield. And uh, quite often, he'll stop what he's saying just to simply say, do you want some soup? And just pull out a spoon, to which your little crow buddy goes, mm, nah, I'm good. <laughs> but, uh, Morbidly charming. It's just fantastic. There's a, there's a whole story behind him getting a pot for a head, but it's uh, it's well worth being told by him as he introduces the tale with, I wasn't always so ceramic in appearance. Hey. And then he goes into his tragic backstory. It's, it's fantastic. But yeah, it's uh, it left me very hungry for more. I'm very curious to see where this quirky, strange, birdie title goes from here. So July 20th. I'm looking forward to it. Very cool. Uh, I think that comes to how many platforms? It's coming to every Xbox platform you can imagine except for the Xbox 360 and uh, it's coming to the PC. So far I've seen it's on Steam, but it's, uh, it's like Xbox. Ah, One, it's okay, so it's, X, not, it's not actually coming to PlayStation. No, that's the one thing. That's why I thought it was an Xbox title because when I first saw the trailer, it had half a dozen Xbox logos on it and went, ah, bummer. But no, okay, it's on Steam. Cool. Steam? It's uh, $25 and it's currently <clears throat> cheaper because of the pre-order thing that's out of the moment. I think it's like 15% off or something. Either way, I've spent more on worse lunches. Cool. All right. I'll go next. I'll quickly go through this one. Sorry, Karen. I, I, I won't take too long. <laughs> uh, I've been playing... Uh, I was able to preview Hot Wheels Unleashed, um, which... If you don't know what that is, that's the up and coming. Sorry, not not not, not the up and coming. The upcoming uh, Hot Wheels game from Milestone. Uh, it is, yeah, and it is super fun. Um, but Zach, what is a Hot Wheels? What is a Hot Wheels? They ask. Well, my nickname at football when I uh, played football was Wheels, so maybe I am the Hot Wheels. <laughs> I was like, how is he going to link this in? Because I thought your nickname in football was <laughs> <laughs> That was my second nickname. Um, hot hot <laughs> Wheels. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I better remember that. Um... But yes, no, so I've been playing uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed uh, and it is yeah, super, super fun. It is very much an arcade racer and it feels, I don't know, how many of you here played with Hot Wheels as a child? Well, I mean, I, mean, I, I had did. a childhood, mate, so. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I did, but I mean, in my childhood. Okay, well, not all of us, well, not, not all, 
not everyone had Hot Wheels. Some of them had Matchbox. Matchbox cars. I just I thought they were all Matchbox cars, some but in had, retrospect, some so, of them might have been Hot Wheels. Some went to um, whatever, whatever else. Chicken feed got got some chicken feed wheels. Oh wow! Chicken wheels. Um, Budget wheels. How good was chicken feed? Pretty good. That's all you need. Because a little. Yeah, it goes a long, long way. You can still go to the dollar Just store and pick up really cheap small cars though nowadays. They always had like those like little cheap stores always had pretty rad cars actually. Anyway, back to the uh, the main topic, Hot Wheels. So yeah, there's a ton of uh, the car models are easily the best thing about equally the best thing about this preview. Um, yeah, like the, the just the design and the detail and just the quality of the whole thing. Um, I've got some screenshots on the website and some gameplay on, on the website as well. But the screenshots, you can see like uh, the different materials that they use. So the the plastic and like the shine of like the like the the metal engines and shit like that. And I saw. Dude, I don't know if it was in your screenshots, but I saw some online where like you can literally see like the joins in the molds and like yeah, finger, yeah. fingerprints yeah. and yeah. shit on the cars. Like, yeah, that's <clears throat> and that's great. So speaking so speaking of the fingerprints, there's actually. Uh, kind of, I'm not sure if it's in all the levels, but when you um, start a race, there's actually like fingerprints and stuff on the screen, um, which is kind of cool as well. Uh, and some of the cars have scratches and and stuff on them, you know. Um, but yeah, it just sort of takes you back to that to those days as a kid where you were just you know you didn't have a PlayStation, you you, know, you didn't have the, you know an iPad or Netflix or Disney plus whatever they call it you know you just had to make your own fun with the toys that you had and um yeah it was, it was just a super good time and as a racer it um yeah it was stock standard does no, it, you know there's does it basically reproduce not, all of your childhood feelings of playing with hot wheels short of just literally yeeting them across the room and hitting your baby brother well i never did that so um but it didn't it did, remind me and this is a this is a kind of a random off topic sort of thing here but did how many of you had that that big uh mat with the streets and stuff on the it car yeah. mat yeah yeah everyone had that well i had a anyway, childhood I, mate <laughs> all right okay okay not, not all of us had carpet um, <laughs> my my yurt had sand on the floor <laughs> Um, but I, I, ca- I helped a lady out the other day at work and I carried um, this thing that she bought. She was like, oh, I'm just down the road. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, I'll be a top bloke. I'll carry it. Um, and she actually worked at Toy World. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go for just, just for... And it was lit, like just as I was playing, um, as I was doing the preview for Hot Wheels, so I was like, oh, I'm going to just walk around and just, you know, for 30 seconds and just have, have a look. You're doing research? Uh, <laughs> and I walked past that car mat and I was like, fuck, I remember playing with that car mat so much. Like, can you, can, like, can you imagine giving a car mat to a kid these days? They'd roll it up and beat you with it. Um, <laughs> so. Are you interrupting them playing Fortnite when you give them the mat? Like, is that the issue? My, my daughter's three. She'd probably get a kick out of it, but just my nephew, probably not as much. Just walk into the room, like lay the mat down, hold a car in the air, be like, all right, boys, where are we dropping? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so um, yeah, like 
and the tracks themselves, like they, uh, this is back, back, uh, back to the game. The, uh, the tracks, like, you know, they have that, that famous yellow, uh, not yellow, sorry, orange plastic, uh, oh. track strip and, you know, and there's like tons of loops and there's jumps and you'll see on one of the, I actually don't think it was, it's in the gameplay video, but it's on the video I posted to Instagram and Facebook, but by mistake, so you got to sort of, uh, know when to do your boosts and we, like when you go over the jump. So different cars have different levels of handling, acceleration, boost, and you know that sort of stuff. And one time I was just I was I was behind in the pack and I was like fucking you know I'm at the front kind of guy you know I got a lead from the front so I fanged it on the on the zoom. I'd four lots of zoom uh, boost on this car and I just fanged it and I went flying across the the um the map. And over the track, and it's, you can actually roam about um, the world a little bit uh, as as well. But I was like, all right, let me go back here. I reckon if I do this correctly, if I if I do this right, I can I can skip a portion of the track and cheat basically. Um, so on the quick video that that, that you see on. Facebook and stuff. Um, I was in ninth or eighth place, and I hit the boost, and then by the time I hit this jump and landed on the track, I was back in first, baby. Very so, nice. Uh, so yeah, you know, little cool things like that. Um, but yeah, no, it was just t- it's a bit of fun. I don't think it's gonna replace, you know, Forza and those sorts of race race car sims that people love. But you know, for a bit of uh, pick up and play. Race car fun, it's, yeah, definitely a good time. Comes out September 30, so. Yeah, the preview had 33 cars, uh, and there's 60 in the final build, apparently. The only, and it's not like a negative at all, but um, all the car models that were in the game were from 2011 to to now, Um, so there were no real older sort of, Models, so I do hope that, that maybe there's a few older models, but you know, but they had some cool ones. They had like um like gargoyle looking ones. They had the hot dog, the street wiener, the street shout wiener. Out, shout out to the street wiener, um, the which thing, had like a bloody George Foreman on, a grill on the, on the back, back and a yeah. hot dog on the front. But um, how good was it that I could go down to my local store and just that day oh, I was yes. like, wow, the street wiener's here in the shop. Like this is at the post office, and you bought it, yes. Uh, I'm going back there tomorrow. I'm going to buy the Street Wiener and the Velociraptor, which is a Velociraptor yes, Velociraptor. race car. So yes, that was the other one, yeah. That's the the two critical ones uh, I feel I have to own. So, yeah, the, the car models are, are, are a good time. Street I was going to so say, yeah, um, check it out. you mentioned the, the bright orange, like the iconic bright orange Hot Wheels track. The thing that I noticed that I really, really like is that um, in those very few situations where you actually get to see sort of the underside of it, They've also got the connector clips modeled in yes. the game accurately. Yeah, yeah and, and the other thing, and I was talking to you about this and you just reminded me, but one of the uh so uh one of the tracks had the spiders on it where it actually shoots yeah, spider webs. webs. Um so you gotta try and avoid those. So I found that if you boost right before you go past the spider, normally you can uh you you, you miss him shooting a big load of web on you but um there's always a little bit of web at at the front so you gotta just just be careful it's better that after web 
don't want that pre-web. The pre-web is what I was thinking. <laughs> <The pre-web. laughs> Naughty. Uh, anyway, um, but yeah, no, cool. Let's let's uh, let's move on from that because I'm sure we'll talk about it later on in the year when it comes out. Nathan, you've been playing. Now I'm going to have a crack at saying this because. Do it. Go on. Disgaea? Dugaea. Disgaea. Disgaea. I've called it Disgaea? Oh. Is that... Yeah? Yeah. Kieran's giving yeah. it a shrug. Yeah. Disgaea. Disgaea. One of those. Yeah. I mean, there's six of them. Surely someone knows how to pronounce it by now. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> Do they, so, ever, uh, yeah, they ever actually use that word in the game, so... They do in this one, yes, because oh. at the end of each chapter you get a previously on Disgaea Ooh. with voiceovers. Uh, look, I am playing that one for review and hopefully we'll have a review up by the end of this week. It is coming out next week. Um, not too much to say on that at the moment other than it is fairly standard fare for anyone that's played the series. If not, this one won't be the one that gets you in despite the fact that it is constantly telling you throughout the first 10 hours that this is a game for new players it absolutely is not uh and it's a game that is absolutely decadent with numbers so um you when you level up in this game yeah so you'll go through a battle standard typical tactics fair like final fantasy tactics and the like except it's um a, a bit more strategy laden instead rather than taking it in turns uh you will Level up at the end of the fight, but rather than leveling up to like level one, two, or three, you'll level up to like level 150, and then next you'll level up to like 300 or 325, and you just it just throws numbers at you with reckless abandon. It's actually the thing I hate most about it, but I'll weigh so in it's on like that. Dynasty more. Warriors. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's it's extravagant and indulgent, and some people enjoy that. It's rubbed me the wrong way because it just feels like arbitrary. So. Rather than getting meaningful progression in an RPG where you feel like leveling up is an achievement, it's just chucking numbers at you and all of a sudden it just has no meaning. But I'll weigh in more on that later on in the week. <laughs> I like that. Very, very, very nice. Very succinct. Succinct. There's oh, so yes. many numbers, I refuse it's to care. Too many numbers. Uh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> just just to clarify, you didn't go to a toy shop and think of Disgaea. Disgaea. Dehua. Dehua. I, I haven't been to a toy shop, mate. <laughs> do they have? Do they still have Toy World in Tasmania? Mate, yeah. absolutely. I'm there yes, weekly. Yes, they do. Do you not see it. what's behind me for the people listening at home? Transformers for days. Are you inside a Toy World right now? Yeah, <laughs> I could be. I could, I could be. Um, toy World uh, was a magical place in childhood. Uh, I imagine it probably still is, eh? It is. Oh, mainly because it looked, it, Tasmania's so far behind everyone else. I'm like, oh, wow, look, they've got... Jurassic World 3 toys. It's like, mm. <laughs> These guys have just made it into the 21st century. Yeah. See, the one that I went to was just... It looked like it would seen better days. Most of them do. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most of them do. Anyway. All right. Um, before we move on, I'm going to do another quick chat about something that I just remembered. Um, I did a review on... Actually, no. Before I do that, who uses... In ear wireless headphones, earbuds. Here, not I. Kind I'm, of. I'm behind in the times. I've got so. one kind of and two no's. Yeah. No, I want to. I just uh, feel like I'm behind the times. I I use the Huawei Freelace. They're kind of like, they are wireless, but they sort of have a band around the back of your neck, and they okay, are okay. fantastic. Okay. Love them. Okay. I actually, have a, I have a yeah. pair of the Sennheiser like wireless gaming ones. 
but I hate them. Are they the <laughs> earbuds? Yeah. Mm, no good? Nah, I don't... They don't... Nah, I'm not about it. I'm not about the, the earbud fit. They yeah, sound right, okay. great. So They're amazing, but... Do you yeah, so it's it's so it's the fit. Do, like do you don't have fit in ears, or you don't find them comfortable? Do you have yeah. freakish both, ears or? as well, like I do? Yeah, yeah. It's I got freaky mutant ears and things don't sit in them. We've got extra. I got extra tiny holes. ears, like a garden gnome. So nothing ever fits in my ears. So uh, I was I was always uh, more of a fan of the old school circular style that you used to get, uh, and now they've gone into this sort of stick this little knob into your ear uh this is earbud thing nib knob whatever zach jackson was immune to the wet willies on the playground <laughs> <laughs> the bullies are like it's not going in there <laughs> the least you could all do is unmute your microphones when you laugh at a terrible no. joke <laughs> Leave me here sitting in silence, watching you laugh. Um, Anyway, so I've actually I've just reviewed a pair of the the Huawei FreeBuds 4i. Uh, So shout outs to no, those FreeBuds are for ears. (laughs) 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 God, just okay. Just on that name is pretty bum. I'm, I'm gonna throw that. Gonna... And when you're writing the review, trying to because so the, the the I is lowercase too. So when you're gonna when you try to say something that's not uh, you don't use an apostrophe, it looks four is. Like it looks yeah. like ridiculous. Like trying to write it. Of course. It so would. we had to sort of like when those are uh, the, no, yeah. those are when they do those like those smart glasses that play music. The FreeBuds four eyes. <laughs> anyway, stop FreeBuds. It. <laughs> Freebuds for I, uh, for one eye, they are Freebuds they're very good. Uh, like, I was a bit like I was a bit like KV where my ears didn't really suit those sorts of. Um, I didn't say anything about my ears. Earbuds? No, you said the Sennheisers didn't. You said it was the earbuds, not my ears. Oh, same thing. Earbuds, <laughs> earbuds, ears, whatever. Ears in it. Um, because I actually bought a pair of Skull Candies maybe six months ago, and they were bum, like absolute total bum. Yeah, don't do that. Did not rate them at all. Nah. A, they, they didn't fit. B, they sounded like bum. And bum. C, just a bit of both. Uh, so when when they said, oh, hey, you want to review these? I was like, uh, sure. Not but sure if I want bum. They probably, like, they probably won't fit my ears. Anyway. They're very, very good. They're about 155, 160 bucks. They have active noise cancelling. They sound great. They got like 10 hour battery life. If you don't have the noise cancelling on with noise cancelling, it's about 70 hours. Um, awesome. I was always about the wired headphone life. Thought, nah, you can't change me. My, my $35 Sen, Sennheisers that I've got can't be beaten. I'm telling you, they've, they're down. They're down and out. I can't find them anymore. I do not leave the house and like go to work or anything without these free buds now because they're just they're super comfortable they're awesome um so if you are looking for a cheapish oh, oh sorry not cheapish an affordable set of uh in ear uh earbuds i would wait earbuds earbuds um i would definitely go go go, go for the free buds too many fucking buds four eyes shout outs to sounds to like you've buds. been hitting right. the bud mate <sighs> <laughs> Yes. 
yes. <laughs> yes. No, I. Daddy don't smoke. So. Daddy don't smoke. Um. There you go. Cool. All right. Let's talk jorts very, very quickly. Go through what we're keen for for July. Uh, Nathan, you want to kick us off? Certainly. So yeah, it's a it's a blessed month. This this holy month of July. <laughs> Get it holy like holes in your jorts. Nah, never mind. Moving on. <laughs> uh, we've got <laughs> Neo. The world ends with you. I am absolutely stoked for this. This is a sequel to one of my all time faves. Love The World Ends With You. I am not sold on the trailers, but I'm keen to get my hands on this and see what it's about. Uh, follow that up. Got a few other JRPGs sneaking in this month with Yeez. Yeez 9 Monstrum Nox. What the uh, fuck is that? Yeah. Uh, it's it's a JRPG with a fucking terrible name. Uh, with a name like that? You, you're you telling me it's a JRPG and I can't guess that it's a JRPG because of the name like that? Is it this monstrums and knocking don't come and knock no rocking don't come and knocking anyway uh and then we've also got uh monster hunter stories 2 which uh we've covered a fair bit on the side i believe and we will continue to do so yeah the reviewed the last one um we're gonna see the not actually the worst 3d zelda we're going to see Skyward Sword. Um, I will fight Adam in a parking lot because Twilight Princess is shit. Wow. Um, <laughs> oh. I'm seeing Adam tomorrow. I'm going to get him ready for that. <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, I'll meet him. Kieran is... Uh, Kieran's, Kieran's left the room. Oh, see you later. Meet him outside Myers. Um, and then, <laughs> meet me outside yeah. Toy Hold, mate. I was just thinking... <laughs> but I was just thinking... I'll meet him in the <laughs> Birchall's car park prior to some blockies, but then I realised Birchall's is rest in peace. Oh, don't say um, that again. Certainly. Zach, you remember Birchall's? I do. Yeah, I know. I do. A and of course, of we wrap that up with the uh, Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. So it's nice to see there's a lot of love, or looks to be a lot of love on the site for that. Um, I'm all for it. Definitely down and ready. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Kieran, what do you got for us? I am aligned pretty nicely with what uh, everything that Nathan just said, actually. Um, yeah, Twilight Princess is a fucking scum. No, except for except for that. <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm keen to check out Skyward Sword and potentially not uh, give up on it a quarter of the way through like I have every other time I've tried to play it. Yeah, I'll pay um, that. I have an immense amount of respect for anyone who's willing to keep going back to the well. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, from like from the sounds of the quality of life improvements they're making, maybe I'll have a much better time this time. Um, I also am super keen for Neo The World Ends With You. Um, so, you, Nathan, have you checked out the demo that's available? No, I, I, I've been considering it, um, but I, I'm a big fan of going in as blind as I can on day yeah, one. Fair. So I don't want to... Yeah, I'll, I'll just save 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 the experience to save the yeah. experience. I um, I'm I'm kind of the same. I did download it and fired it up for maybe like fifteen minutes, um, just to just to have a gander at it. And it's uh, it's a very very nicely put together game. They really I'm nailed to the, hear that. the visual aspect of it. It really translates well to to what they're doing in in the more modern space, which is cool. And how how's the music? Ah, oh, phenomenal. Like straight yes. off, straight off the bat, like 
first two tunes, I was like, yep, bangers, absolute bangers. So, you know, they've definitely got the DNA of, of, of that game down pat. Love it. Um, I, uh, I'm also kind of keen to potentially replay Plague Tale Innocence when it uh, hits the new gen consoles. Pretty sure I platinumed it the first time around, so I don't know if I'll play through the whole thing again, but I will definitely check it out. Um, see what they've done to spruce it up. Um, Spruce Willis. uh, Ace Attorney is a given, I think, uh, now that I've heaped praise on it. Uh, And Microsoft Flight Simulator, I might give another bash. I did attempt to play it on PC when it launched on PC, but uh, between the nightmare of trying to install it uh, and then trying to figure out how the fuck everything works, I was like, no, I'm just going to put this down and, and wait till it comes to Xbox. And it's a, it's a fucking massive game. So it's like over 100 gig, isn't it? Something like that, yeah. I think they've shaved that down now. If you're I was going to say, how do you get that on Xbox like console? A <laughs> yeah, like a possum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, I I kind of... I was hoping they'd um, consoleify it in a way where you could just hit a button and just fly. Just hold, just hold A. Just like... <laughs> just fang it, around the, fang it around the earth, you know? The entire but, journey um, is just a series of quick time events. <laughs> just press x every like 15 minutes to not crash it's like netflix um, saying are you still there <laughs> yeah. uh nice but uh yeah i think that's that's the month for me cool ash um well i didn't have a lot on my radar until obviously people made me aware of things uh obviously for july uh, 20th is when death's door comes out so i'm all over that and i'll be preaching that to people uh, very, very keen to finally get around the great Ace Attorney Chronicles because I was one of those people gnashing their teeth back in the day because when they released it initially and it was Japanese, they went, we have no plans to bring this to the West. And I was like, ah, guess I'm learning Japanese. That obviously never happened. But um, I'm also super keen for Monster Hunter Stories too because I actually reviewed that one when it was on the 3DS and it was such a surprising game. And I'd really like to see what they do using switch hardware and you know get a bit more animated with the storytelling because the 3ds version had like these pre-rendered cutscenes, and then it just cut to like people standing there with shocked looks on their faces and text just going diddly 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 and be like ah oh. i mean that's really impactful but you know i haven't played final fantasy 6 in a while and i'm not really in a hurry to get back to it so from what i've seen i'm really keen on it july really really switch friendly by the looks of it to me I actually didn't. I didn't realize until recently that Monster Hunter is coming to PC. Yeah, Monster Monster Hunter Rise is scheduled to have a Steam release, which is fantastic because they told everybody that when the game came out, and it meant that a whole bunch of people went, "Oh, I'm not going to get it on Switch. I'll wait for PC." And now I'm playing all on my lonesome. No, no, I'm what I'm talking. No, I'm talking about the new one, Stories. Stories. Yeah, yeah, they both are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that the Stories 2 was um, coming to PC. Sure is. I had a brain fart moment this week because I just bought Monster Hunter Rise because um, it was 58 bucks on Amazon. <coughs> I was like, brilliant, still. Had a look on the back, saw it's got the RE Engine logo. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> what does that stand for? Reach for the Moon. Damn right, Charles. Which makes, per- makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, absolutely. Reach for the Possum. Told, told my girlfriend this week she thought I was taking the piss. I mean... Imagine how the rest of us felt. <laughs> Imagine how us game journalists felt. 
gamers. Finger quotes. All right. So I'm a bit surprised at uh, some omissions here uh, for this month. Uh, July 1 kicks off with the Procession to Cavalry, which I've been playing. Well, I've started playing on PC oh. and is very awesome, but it comes to Switch and Xbox on, well, oh. sorry, Switch on July 1 and uh, Xbox on July 2. So that game is very, very, very fun. Um, yeah, I forgot about very that. Wo- very, very well done by one developer, I think. So your death store, mate. <laughs> you just need one developer to make a good game. Twos. Absolute machines. Oh well twos is double the double the stuffing, isn't it? <laughs> it is uh yeah, then we've got uh, a plague tale. Can can to check check that out. But I was uh, I expected um Nathan you to say a bit of boomerang, a bit of boomerang X. Yeah. But, uh, I, and I would have. Uh, I was just trying I omitted. to Yeah. Look it's fantastic and stay tuned. We're going to have more on that. It's an absolute ripper of a time. I loved the preview. Um, <laughs> I, I just felt a bit uh, weighed down with such a great AAA offering this month. Um, mm. Didn't give it the love. Should have. Should have. That's all right. We'll, we'll forgive you. Uh, then I'm quietly sort of keen for Lost at Sea, which comes on uh, July 15. It's a little s- story indie uh game there um from my boys at head up uh and then also the space jam game just for the you know just because it's a beat-em-up and, and i do love my beat-em-ups uh i think last stop is yeah i was gonna say I'm actually remember. like forgot about that that's the one by variable state who did virginia yeah and it's at uh, our mates Annapurna. Mm. Annapurna. Um, I'm very, very so, keen for that. I almost forgot. Yeah, that's uh, 20, 22nd for that one. Um, but also, yeah, so uh, Flight Simulator, keen to check that out. The Forgotten City, which is the Australian game, comes out on the 28th. Uh, Chernobylite, mm. which is a game I, I backed. Um, oh, you backed it? Which, yeah, oh. uh, along long long time ago um that finally hits pc on the 28th of july uh exits early access uh and then elder souls eldest souls on july 29 and the ascent on july 29 as well um there and if all goes to plan which it might do or might not a little devil inside is still listed as july here but not too sure if that's going to actually uh, hit that. So there you go. Some tight jorts. Mm-mm. And uh, Nathan will be able to talk to us about Elder Souls possibly next week. Indeed. Okay, let's wrap through some news before we call it a night. Um, not a lot of stuff, really. There's a few few bits and pieces um yes yeah, space jam we've sort of just well i just mentioned but uh there's a space jam beat em up game and there's some theme controllers um it's sort of p- pixel arty but the controls look pretty cool uh what did you guys think of the controllers Goon i really squad. dig them i'm i'm down for anything with a hefty amount of orange on it i'm just you know annoyed that i can't get a ps5 equivalent Sorry. Need that Hot Wheels themed controller. Mm. It just feel, feels 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 and everything. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, 
the other news, which is a little bit older, uh, Dead Space. Um, there was there's rumors going around that uh, EA will announce a revival of Dead Space at EA Play in uh, July twenty eight. I think it is. I really hope so. Well, what does it mean, Jim? What does it mean? It won't have its original writer, who was Warren Ellis, um, famed comic book author. He's currently mm. in the shit for sexual. Was it really Warren Ellis? It was Warren Ellis. Yeah, oh so my he's, God, he's I neck deep no in some um, unfortunate <clears throat> allegations at the moment. So I imagine he's probably not attached to the project. Sadly, probably not. I do. I do yeah. love Warren Ellis's stuff, but unfortunately, oh, absolutely, big transmetropolitan fan. Yes, he's deep in the poo-poo at the moment. But um, so, so when they say when they say like a, re- a revival, do they just mean that like they're going to revisit the series, or they're going to remaster something, or are they just going to? I don't know. A video is going to come out. A movie made by you, Bowl. Like, what does revival mean? Are they just, are they <laughs> oh, just telling people that they remember it exists? <laughs> so sorry, so I said you, Bowl. Okay, sorry. Continue. The rumors with Dead Space is that it's a reimagining of the series. It won't be a direct sequel. Um, so yeah, it'll, it'll be, I guess, a, a new take See, on I... the IP. It is apparently going to be developed by EA or is in development at EA Motive. Does that make it uh, a reboot specifically? Uh, or if it, if it's like a, a very defined, re different telling, does that? I guess we'll have to find out. Okay. Um, Interesting. But no, I'm I'm with Kieran on this. I do hope this is true. Uh, I did love Dead Space 1 and 2. Dead Space 3 didn't really get around that one. I have Um, traded in and sold off every Xbox 360 title I own except for a very small selection of things that I consider to be absolute gems. One of them is Dead Space. Until another game gives me the ability to mega possum stomp creatures in, you know, big metal clunky boots, I just don't really see the reason to get rid of it. A lot of possum business tonight. There yeah. is a lot of possum business tonight. Uh, yeah, so cool. That's, um, yeah, we'll find out uh, later in the month with that one. Uh, yeah, as we spoke about earlier, uh, Cyberpunk, sorry, uh, City Project Red have said that the stability of Cyberpunk 2077 has reached a satisfactory level. Uh, the CEO, Adam Kaczynski, I think you, that's how you say that, uh, basically said during a presentation he made at the Warsaw Stock Exchange Innovation Day that the, yeah, the, the, the team is, uh, believes that the, the game is at a satisfactory level and that they are constantly working to improve the game. Um, so what yeah, a, whatever that means. At an event the game did re- titled Innovation the war- Day. Yeah, that's a it's a odd thing, but um, we are innovating by making our existing product work on the platforms it initially was supposed to work on. Correct. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, he also said that the majority of the studio is working on the game, uh, whereas a handful of others are on different projects like Gwent and stuff. Uh, but this game did return to the PlayStation Store last week or the week before now just to clarify um, when it was missing from the playstation store does that mean you just couldn't buy it at all like even on the ps5 yeah correct right okay i wasn't aware of that. so you had to if you if you wanted it on playstation you would have had to physical. track down a, a physical copy and or do they forcefully refund all the existing digital copies no uh, not to my understanding no okay mm. so if you bought it beforehand you 
you've got to keep that lovely yeah trophy but okay oh, okay interesting i thought with, it, i thought it was only the ps4 but no okay fair enough with um physical versions kieran mm. since the whole debacle mm. has it been selling much at all no no <laughs> Uh, Do, I uh, I can't no. speak for every retailer, but f- from what I've heard from people who work at a majority of the retailers that sell games in Australia, they sent back most yes, okay. ninety something percent of the stock when that all happened. Okay. So yeah, I think no, that was going to be my next question: Is yeah. do you actually have stock to sell? Wow, I don't. I don't think most places would. Right. That's wild, eh? It is pretty crazy. I mean, so. How, because uh, the game obviously runs relatively well, it runs fine on uh, PS4 Pro and PS5. Mm. Like, I, I really haven't had many issues at all when I played it uh, before on the PS5. So, if you were, uh, has anybody sort of asked for it much? Like, do you get people saying, "Hey, I want to play this on PS5"? Well, not really. Uh, no, one, no one gives a I, shit anymore. Aside from every time the game comes up in the news cycle, nobody's ever mentioned the word Cyberpunk 2077 to me like since November yeah, last right. year. Yeah, that game is just... What a flop. Spion for them. All right, cool. Uh, I'm actually going to hold off until the next-gen patch, which, well, sorry, the, the current-gen patch, which is coming this year, apparently. Do it. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, yes. Yeah, so there's rumors that a Ghost of Tsushima um, expansion could be in the works. Sorry, a standalone expansion could be in the works. Uh, Adam has written here. Uh, Shouts to Adam, even though he's uh, a bit under the weather tonight and he's not here. He's preparing Hi, for our fight. Over Sky with Sword. So. <laughs> Uh, so, according to Nick, uh, who is someone on Twitter, <laughs> Ghost some, of Tsushima is set to receive an expand-alone uh, type game akin to Spider-Man Miles Morales Racing in 2021. This standalone single-player expansion is reportedly titled Ghosts of uh, Ikishima, Ikishima uh, and, will follow, uh, and will follow the smaller format of games like the aforementioned Miles Morales and Uncharted Lost Legacy. Nick, good old Nick, shouts Nick there, didn't explicitly say whether the expansion will be released on both PS4 uh, and PS5, but speculated that it would be, it would likely hit both consoles. Well, recent development uh, yeah. is that the ESRB, the US ratings board, just rated a Ghost of Tsushima director's cut mm. for both That's PS4 right. and PS5. So Right. Now, that is clearly not this so do no, we think that it could maybe there no i was gonna say do you think that maybe the standalone expansion might be false and it's just purely been this director's cut or could no, we get both i feel like if anything the director's cut would include it uh as like a package especially if it's coming to the ps4 as well like they don't really have any reason like a ps5 upgrade director's cut would make sense but a ps4 director's cut like what what else is there Mm. unless there is also an expansion well mate I've always said you can always trust a bloke named Nick so yeah uh, and just for context Nick is the co-founder of Xbox Era uh, and has been and has been pretty bang on with oh, a Xbox Insider he's definitely going to be right about this Sony exclusive yeah 100% 
Good old Nick. So, Nick. Shout out to Nick. All right. Uh, back on PlayStation. Actually, there's, there's a couple of things we can talk about. Uh, Insomniac Games are apparently working on a multiplayer project. Mm. Um, there is next to no information whatsoever um, other than that a, a couple of job postings, uh, uh, yes. uh, job job adverts have sort of uh, hinted at that it's a multiplayer project and the only real thing that gives us anything at all is uh, one of the applic- uh, one of the positions says that uh, it requires a thorough understanding of melee combat systems, enemy design and boss design. Um, so what are we, do, do, what are we thinking here? Does anyone else remember Fuse, their yeah. last multiplayer <laughs> entry? Was that them? That was them. Really? But yeah, also man. like, but also cast I your mind back to game. Resistance. Of course you did. No, I don't. Oh, okay. I, I just wanted to find no, I thought that, yeah, on brand. <laughs> <laughs> it was very much going to be, I did... I never bought it though. No, I no one the, did. I saw the I saw the cover and I was like, "This looks really cool," but then I never bought you it. You thought that? I didn't. I think you mean Overstrike. <laughs> I wish I bought it now. It probably yeah, wasn't that. that bad, but it it flopped. Yeah. So this is their sequel. No. Well, hmm. Let's see. <laughs> um, because it's interesting. They PlayStation's main main big dogs don't really do multiplayer that much they're more of a single player sort of um so so this could be cool um but i i want to throw a question out to you guys do you think multiplayer how do you take that word so like do you think that this this could be a co-op sort of game in terms of like a co-op single player game i'm sorry co-op single player co-op story driven game or an actual multiplayer game like i don't know like a battlefield kind of multiplayer type game not obviously a, a shooter but that type of multiplayer surely it's uh you, the former it's going to be a live service game has to be their entry in the moment that right. the moment that they said like boss battle design you uh, like makes me think like yeah co-op live service a la marvel's avengers kind of vibes hmm that was my initial like other than like maybe a resistance return, but that like then the rest of that kind of dispels that. So, mm. would that even sell a resistance revival? Yeah, yeah. I just loaded up the first two on my PS3 last month, and they've aged like dog shit. Especially <laughs> yeah. when you compare them to um yeah, like Halo, absolutely. like the competition. It's kind of sad. Like they're nice as their own thing, but when you consider that they were coming out as the competitor to Halo. Uh, yeah, it's it's a bit of a weak comparison. That's because you need to play Haze, mate. Halo was the, I mean, Haze was the Halo killer. Oh my god, wasn't uh, it? I never actually played loved, it. I always wanted I to. It looked very, looked very cool in the. I wanted to play it for no other reason. They, the box art, that was it. The box art was terrific. Box that, art. Was that was my uh, PlayStation avatar for a long time. Did so you the guy with the like list? the yellow and black helmet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. I've still got it. I kept it. Was it, free radical? Was it actually good or was that good? It was the it game. Was neither. It was the okay. game that killed free radical. Really? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I. I mean, I tolerated it. Let's you guys. Are you guys aware that the uh, the band Corn released a song for that game? Really? Yes. It was the weirdest tie-in ever, but yes, they released a, a song called 
Haze. And apparently in the uh, <laughs> in the music video, it had one of the Haze dudes doing Haze things, and it was just it was just one of those gaming bits of news. You're just like, hmm, interesting. And just move that's right on. Definitely past. far. That's more left field of their um, than their South Park appearance. Really, it was published by Ubisoft too. So there you go. Um, I don't know what the segue was there. Oh, resistance. Yeah, right. I I just feel like I. <laughs> Very rarely hear people wanting that, and I, I, I feel like they they'd make it, and not many people would would buy it. I think you're right. Sadly, it's had its time. I think I just like I just remember enjoying them, and I would like to enjoy them again. But like Nathan said, replaying them is a fucking bad idea. <laughs> well, the third well, one's is... not so bad. Yeah, just like well, this brings mechanically the first two are garbage. So this situation is the what I don't want to have occur with time splitters with the the new one. Like those games, you know, going back whenever they were came out, you know, they were super fun. But is the new one going to be good? Guess we'll have to wait and see. Thank you for answering. Love that chat. Uh, yeah, so in time, yeah, chat that's that. But uh, probably the biggest news of the night, uh, which this uh, went out uh, maybe half an hour or so before we started recording, but PlayStation has finally announced that they've acquired Housemark. Or oh, Housemark. Hey uh, Shout-outs to Buddy Watson for that one. Um, but the, <clears throat> then they also apparently uh, accidentally announced that they've acquired Bluepoint Games, which... Yeah, I mean, most people probably already thought that, that they were part of PlayStation anyway. Uh, it was announced in a PlayStation blog post, like with all things that PlayStation sort of do these days. Um, yeah, they just, <clears throat> excuse me, they said that we are so excited to finally, oh, sorry, I think I fucked that uh, up. Finally. That was actually, that was, uh, this is the housemark director talking here. Uh, we are so excited to join the PlayStation family. He sounds exactly gives like us Zach Jackson. Video a clear future and a stable opportunity to continue developing, sorry, delivering on gameplay centric approaches while still experimenting with new methods of narrative delivery and pushing the boundaries of this modern art form. Uh, there's more to it than that. But so the interesting thing, just where are we? Okay. So uh, apparently the Japanese PlayStation Twitter account uploaded the wrong image, which was blue point games. So, do we think that this could be a fuck up, or is this, you know, someone's gone the early crow here? Oh, it's like, it's all but a, a thing based on like, obviously it was the official PlayStation Japan account that tweeted it, and it wasn't just like, oh, we've accidentally put the wrong company's logo, like the little slice of all the different game visuals that they had yeah. behind the announcement logo had a Demon Souls remake image inserted into oh, really? it as well. So yeah. it wasn't just okay. like a logo slip up. It was that's, the whole thing. That's what I was noticing before when I was slipping between them. I was like, that's not the same yeah. slices in the background. There's actually, somebody's put active thought into making sure that it represented that property correctly. Mm. Mm, there you go. Mm. I, I mean, yeah, it's not, not, not really surprising, is it? I guess, um, I guess they are waiting until Bluepoint announces what they're actually working on next to make the acquisition yeah. announcement uh, yeah. what do we think that is 
Okay. Blue point. What's the rumors going around? Oh, the only people. Oh. Yeah, people Correct, throw around like Metal wrong, Gear yeah. and. Um, yeah, I've heard the Metal Gear Legend one. of Dragoon and yeah. Soul Reaver and stuff like so, that. From what I've heard is Soul that the current, the current contract for them is that they're remaking some other games, including Metal Gear. But there has been discussions with Sony that if they do want to produce their own IP, it's it's being encouraged at the moment. But they they have to get other stuff done first. Being Metal Gear. That was just, mm-hmm. that's just, that's literally rumors on the wind. But just the idea is that, that, yes, they are going to be bringing out at least one other remake of a game and then they get to possibly do their own IP. Well, time will tell. Can the remakers make? We'll find out. I'm still thirsting right. to get my hands on Demon's Souls when I eventually get a PlayStation 5. Oh. So, oh, yum. Yeah. Speaking of Demon's Souls, Ash, you got something to talk to us about? About Demon's Souls? Nope, it has nothing to do with Demon's Souls. Segway. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Achieved. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good. Excellent. Um, so as somebody who likes to talk uh, and have very, very terrible fledgling career in trying to be a voice actor, I was quite interested to find out this week that massive blow up in the news cycle for gaming is that uh, there's a Witcher 3 mod coming out soon. That's called A Night to Remember. Looks pretty good. Looks like it's been made very well. However, the thing that's making everybody shit their collective dax is that the uh, the mod has AI-generated voice lines in it. And they're very, very good. So if you've seen the trailer, um, it's come out recently. There's actually in-game footage and stuff. It has Geralt saying some things to a uh, to a vampire lady. And I watched the trailer without reading the headline, and I was just like, oh, cool, Witcher content. And then I read these voices are computer-generated, and I sort of went, what? Holy shit. You can't tell. You can't tell. It's ridiculous. And um, so the, the massive discussion that's come out now, obviously past this, lots of people who are actually well-established voice actors compared to fledgling nerds like myself are going, this is terrifying because, uh, like, for one, the guy who voices Geralt, They've demonstrated that they have the ability to almost make Geralt say whatever they want. So, uh, you know, all kinds of terrible things standing there. But um, it's also just a case of they voice actors feel like their livelihood is massively threatened by this. And it's actually been re- it's been revealed that a lot of game studios actually use AI generated voices um, as placeholders. Like, if they don't have somebody cast for a character, if they just want NPC chatter and stuff, apparently lots of development companies put in these AI-generated voices for, you know, NPCs to just say random stuff or just to get a feel for, like, a, the, dic- the diction that goes through, uh, like, a scene, for example. How long does somebody talk to get a line across? But they, they didn't really explore the idea of using them in a final release product, like uh, A Night to Remember is. Did you have an example of a studio or, or game st- title that might have done that? I really, really want to say uh, that Outer Worlds used it. Like, they, is in like, the discussion was that like, before they actually cast people to do it, they'll use these AI generated lines. But then also sometimes if an NPC, if the only thing they say to you is like, good day, like they're just literally a nothing NPC, sometimes hmm. they'll leave that line in. You know, you know okay. when you walk past you walk past somebody in GTA and they say, hey, like that kind of stuff. They can go, oh, cool, we can just AI generate it. So, I really want to see <clears> Outer <throat> Worlds. I want to say it's Outer Worlds, but I could be wrong. Don't quote me, but I'm I haven't sure seen this trailer, but uh, if you do these AI generated voices, does it lack 
The emotion? So uh, or the fear. some of the biggest name voice actors out there, um, people like Jennifer Hale and stuff are weighing in on this. They're pointing out that it works so brilliantly with Geralt because the dude's just a gravelly voiced dude. Correct. Yeah, so that's what I was... So that works very well. He said, because AI, vo- <laughs> because AI voices don't breathe, it means that it's really hard to get emotion in there. Like, imagine some of the more hard-hitting, like, emotional scenes in, like, more recent games, like Last of Us and stuff like that, where, you know, it takes a real actor to get across the actual emotion, the feeling. Like, imagine in Last of Us, like, when Joel realizes that his daughter's been shot. Spoilers if you haven't played it, but again, get with the times. Imagine that, but with, like, Microsoft Sam. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just taking something tragic and made it really terrible. But um, they make a very good point. Like, there's certain things that, like, you know, obviously when it comes to voice acting, there's a voice director. There's somebody who, like, has to point out, like, you know, hey, that was a good take, but we need more emotion. I think, I don't think voice actors have to be quite this terrified. I think it's just a really bad example of how well it works when you've got somebody who literally talks like this. Okay. Like Batman. Yeah. Where's the trigger? But I'm like, Geralt, to synthesize his voice is, it's a pretty excellent benchmark for how well it could work. But at the same time, like, it's also low hanging fruit in my opinion. Yep. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, we will watch that and see how it unfolds. I think it's super interesting. I'd like to see a world where like a really big name voice actors, like the Nolan Norths and stuff like that, maybe submit like, you know, 600 hours of their recorded voice reading a phone book to like game companies and then they can synthesize the dude's voice and then when he comes in for the day of recording they go okay we want this line but we need it to sound angrier and then he can just do it and go home like he can voice direct himself based off a computer generated version of himself all right well off topics we will uh maybe we'll leave that for next time because it's it's getting bit late off topic we'll, uh, i'm gonna go see how much a car mat is tomorrow <laughs> I'm gonna... okay actually i know how much it, i saw the price tag okay we'll good leave, we'll finish off on this what price do you think they cost 40 bucks oh i'm accounting no. for inflation and inflation hurts <laughs> in 2021s I'm, I'm guessing uh i, I want to put my mark on an arbitrary 75 and i hate Very myself close. for it really close at 75 we're a long way from the 90s, mate. Oh, shit. Okay, what do you got? Well, I was going to say like 59.95. Close again, but Nathan's the closest. It was 69.95. Hey. All right. Well, nice. might be hard to be justifying to my wife that it was just an impulse purchase for my daughter to, <laughs> to race the... Um... You can buy um you can buy like a, like a t-shirt and hoodie with that made out of it, it with that printer can you imagine imagine actually carpeting made out of it imagine carpeting your lounge room with that carpet <laughs> fucking hell Some i mean didn't have carpet it, <laughs> i have sand in my yurt thank you very much um <laughs> I, i'm gonna get one for my daughter she's three she plays with little cars now she can have some roads to drive on come on boys where are we dropping see perfect all right, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Well Played DLC podcast. If you want to check out anything on the website, you can go to www.well-played.com.au. Big Harrison's got a Scarlet Nexus review you can check out. Uh, that's it. Death Store preview right, goes live tomorrow. Death Store's preview. All the stuff we've spoken about is on the website. Check out our YouTube video of my sweet gameplay. It looks hot. Wheels.
and we will see you next week on the podcast times. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.